Welcome to another Highly Questionable. I'm Mina Kimes. This is Dan's father, Gonzalo, and that over there is Mike Golick Jr. Go, Joe. What do you like in the show today? Horse videos and the chance to do a show with somebody else's dad for once, and a much better looking dad. <laughs> I still know that. <laughs> Did Damian Lillard get hacked on the last play of the game? So, unsurprisingly, the Warriors won last night, but with just a few seconds left, Portland was only down by three. Lillard is bringing the ball up, going to attempt a game winner. Iguodala had other plans, as you can see. A little handsy. And stripped the ball away. Game over. Now, was it a foul? I don't know. Maybe. Doesn't really make a difference. Right? Like, in the first half, I took a walk, came back at halftime. Portland was up by 15 points. And channeling my Korean mother, I said, that is not going to be good enough, right? Because in a game where Portland did just about everything right, they played terrific defense. Dame was electric in the second half. CJ was good in the first half. Seth Curry was incredible throughout. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Because when the Warriors are the vintage Warriors, who's going to stop them? Not Portland, even this version of Portland. This Golden State win felt nostalgic. I agree. It's not a foul, and quite frankly, it doesn't matter. The fact that the hallmark of this game was defense, the fact that Andre Iguodala, the original Finals MVP, looked like it again, that Draymond Green had five blocks in this one and called himself the best defender in the history of basketball after the game, all of these things are terrifying because this was the original Golden State monster that we were all afraid of to begin with, and it's showing that it can reincarnate. Well, I tell you one thing, I predicted that the Blazers were going to win last night. You know, I made a mistake again, but I tell you something, game three, everything is going to change because they are going to win and they're going to make this a real good series now. You're just going to keep betting on the Blazers. Uh, That's that's my style. Double down. That's right. Why not? Can't stop this guy. Nobody will remember if you're wrong, but you might be right. Might be right. (laughs) That's the way you do it, Mike. You just pretend you are confident, even though if you don't know what the fuck are you talking about. I'm taking notes over here. I figured they said, follow Poppy. You have not led me astray. Double down. Blazers, game three. Don't say the F word. Should Kevin Durant race playing again this season? So around tip-off yesterday, we heard that Kevin Durant's injury is more serious than people thought. He could be out through Game 5, possibly the entire Western Conference Finals. Now, the reason we're asking if he should come back at all is because, as has been discussed ad nauseum on this program, Kevin Durant is a free agent, and he might not want to risk injury. The counter-argument is that Kevin Durant might want to win another championship, which seems like a foregone conclusion with Golden State. And also, beyond that, perhaps even worse... If this team wins without him, it's only going to affirm the narrative that they do not need him, right? Like, as recently as November, Draymond Green was reportedly telling Kevin Durant, we don't need you. Those were his words. So if this all ends, Draymond, Clay, and Steph celebrating on the court without Kevin Durant, that's going to be a pretty rough way to close out his time in Golden State. It's my biggest fear right now. And listen, from an injury perspective, you've got to be guarded with this stuff. But Kevin Durant also comes from a life where 
He knew a world where he wasn't sure he was ever going to get to a championship during his time in Oklahoma City. And they know now, these guys, that it's really difficult to get back and do this. So, yes, you'd want to be on the court for the championship. But I'm with you, Mina. Kevin Durant has done a lot of demon slaying during this process. He has finally become the confident player we've all wanted. And much like the Night King in Game of Thrones, he is raising from the dead all of Kevin Durant's worst dreams and nightmares to come back and turn on him if this does keep going the way it is. You know, the Warriors are better without Kevin, just like this show is better without Dan. Yeah, Dan, wow. you're good. That's we right. We you. That's right. TV dad. That's right. I got a new song. Oh, yeah. Mike, the big guy. guy. Oh, yeah. Does it hurt, Dan? Oh. Does it hurt? Uh, the good thing is Dan's definitely not watching. Did George Norman go too far by saying Washington should be paying Dave Jellerman for his help? So America's loudest cornerback Josh Norman went on the Rich Eisen show today, was asked about uh, Giants GM Dave Gettleman. Here's what he had to say. I think we need to put him on salary. (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to put him on salary. I mean, they need to protect Dave Gettleman at all costs up in New York, for sure. (laughs) Protect that man at all costs, because he's winning for us. I am shocked. That Josh Norman would say such a thing. Who could have thought the guy who literally brought a baseball bat onto the field to intimidate Odell Beckham Jr. would be so mean about another GM? Uh, I kind of agree with him. I don't know if I would put it that way, but I haven't really understood what Gettleman's plan in New York has been this offseason. There's a lack of coherence. Like, on one hand, he's getting rid of OBJ and Snacks Harrison and rebuilding. But on the other hand, he seems to think they can contend with Eli. He paid Golden Tate. And then there is, of course, the Daniel Jones pick, which uh, we had an interesting reaction to when it happened during the draft. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Let's go! Quarterback. Let's go! Oh, Daniel Jones. What are you doing? What are you doing? Time for first person to ever. <laughs> We're honestly, if I'm being very honest, Josh Norman, you just saw the reaction there. Josh's reaction, our reaction, is what the entire outside world has been doing looking at New York this offseason, looking at Dave Gettleman this offseason. So we're recruiting people. We need someone more high-profile than us to take the shrapnel if this Daniel Jones pick goes well. Because if it does, that is going to get old takes exposed into oblivion in this situation. And lest we not forget, all this does reignite a great beef from a former player and his former GM from their time in Carolina. You shipped off the wideout that he was going to headbutt, so now Josh Norman's just going to head but the GM. Have we all been too hard on Big Bang, the teammate? The teammate is doing a lot of work there. Uh, So over the last few days, we've seen pictures, videos of Ben Roethlisberger hanging out with some of his boys at his lake house, having a great time out on the boat. And this is newsworthy because over the last few months, amidst all of the Antonio Brown drama, there's been some debate over whether or not Ben is a good teammate, a good leader. Now, I don't really care if he hangs out with his younger teammates or if he didn't in the past. Like, I don't really like hanging out with younger people. They're kind of terrible. No offense. Um, What I do care about is last season, Ben Roethlisberger would come out and publicly criticize some of his teammates, including Brown. And that's why I think he is actually owed some praise for his silence during the Brown drama. Like, I'm more impressed by the fact that Ben Roethlisberger didn't fire back than that he's having a good time on the boat with his friends. 
Yeah, I don't really think a lot of this was ever direct shots at Ben Roethlisberger as the Antonio Brown drama was unfolding. It was, Antonio Brown is obviously at fault in a lot of the situation, but Ben doesn't make it very easy on everybody at the same time. So I feel like we gave the appropriate amount of pressure in all this. And as far as the boat stuff, that's what you do with your kids. Ben has 52 other kids, and so you take them on vacation, and you take them in the boat, and you show them that dad loves them. Must have been a big boat. Weren't you teammate with Big Ben for a few months? Yeah, oh yeah. We had a great run there together for a couple of months. Uh, teammates during my three-month stint before being cut in training camp by the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger has recently unfollowed me on Twitter. <laughs> you don't even know your name, right? No chance, no chance. But he hasn't hit block yet, and for that we are thankful. <laughs> Does Jimmy Butler Instagram post make you think he's leaving Philly? Now that is a 2019 question. Yesterday, Jimmy Butler posted this picture and caption on Instagram. So you can see he's wearing a Sixers uniform. It says, to Philly and my teammates, thank you. So naturally, given that Jimmy Butler is going to be a free agent, uh, Philadelphia fans saw this and contrary to their normally calm, cool, collected reputation, freaked out. They thought this meant, oh, he is definitely out. He is not going to sign a contract with us. Now, drawing on my extensive experience uh, evaluating random people's Instagram posts for my single friends, I actually don't think this looks like goodbye. To me, this looks like a max contract thirst trap, right? This is Jimmy Butler saying, hey, look how good I look in a Sixers uniform. Would be a shame if I had to walk away. Sassily like that in my head. It's a shame all my thirst traps look like the veteran minimum. Very unfortunate there. But you're right. And I'm glad you brought that up because this is all being done intentionally now. We need to finally wake up. As Mina said, hello, fellow kids. Welcome to 2019 where this is how professional athletes are trolling you. Jimmy Butler knows and is preying on your worst fears, Philadelphia. Do not give in. Do not give him the likes that he so covets. And do not worry about this because money is going to talk and Jimmy is going to listen. Did you see Joel Embiid's reaction when he read that post? No. No. What was it? Oh, God. Oh, I know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point guard. We really had to put the baby crying sound on top of that. Really drive it home. First class operation you guys are running here, Poppy. Yeah. Sound okay. effects. Some of that. It's not okay. Coming up next on Highly Questionable. Had an interesting approach. There he is. And, uh, nope, did not actually go for the tag. And, nope, nope, he's not going to try either. And, nope, he's not going to get the out. Absolutely not. Is this, like, safe for airing? <laughs> it feels illicit to me. Yeah. Like, this feels like a part of the Internet you don't want to stumble into. And once you're there, you spend a couple hours. Oh, my God, why is she so good at it? My Son's TV show is brought to you by Verizon, American most reliable network. Time to play the game that finally has an athletic zone. Do you question? You give us topics and events, we question them. I'm sorry, Dad. Do you question if Hanser Alberto was onto something? So the Orioles were playing the Indians. They needed to turn a double play to get them out. The bases were loaded. And Hanser Alberto had an interesting approach. There he is. And, uh, nope, did not actually go for the tag. And, nope, nope, he's not going to try either. And, nope, he's not going to get the out. 
my god. Oh my goodness. I feel like playing the exact moment. Yakety sacks on top of this would be redundant. <laughs> it looks like they're all compromised by having bets on the game. Keep in mind, by the way, that the Orioles currently 14 and 29. And it shows. Well, better than the Marlins. That's true. <laughs> Anything's better than the Marlins. <laughs> that was bad, but do you see the Orioles triple A team? I did not. Let's see it. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, 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 what to do? What to do? What to do? Oh, this child is. Oh, come on, man. We did very planking. confused. We did planking like three years ago. Find new memes, kid. That's oh. me after every show. Do you question if the batter deserves an RBI for this? All right, we go from the majors to college baseball. TCU versus Texas Tech. Top of the 11th, 0 0. Runner on third. Let's see what happens. No. And the catch. Oh, no. Oh, honey. That is not what you wanted to do there. That is the opposite of what you wanted to do there. It's like watching my whole football career summed up by one person's action. Uh, somehow not as bad as what we saw earlier, though. I'm just going to say it. Not as shameful as the other play. No, not nearly as much. And we're, of course, talking about the small child. <laughs> well, that one better for that catcher than these catchers. No. Yeah. No. no. Oh. 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 That's that's three three of those you've got. Oh, nope, there's more. Oh, that's a full count. Oh. <laughs> it looks like the leg more than the... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a wily veteran trick. Grab the leg knowing full well that you fear for the future of your bloodline. Do you question if she's an elite athlete? I apologize for what we're about to show you. It takes place in Norway. We have a video... Of a girl with an uncanny ability to walk no, like a horse. Absolutely not. Is this like safe for airing? <laughs> it feels illicit to me. Yeah. Like, this feels like a part of the internet you don't want to stumble into, and once you're there, you spend a couple hours. And, oh, oh my god, why is she so good at it? That thing is good. She's nimble. Oh, no, no, no. I feel like I'm seeing something I am not supposed to be seeing. If you put I horror see. movie music behind oh, this, no. this would be a scene from the movie oh, Split. Wow. No! Wow. No! Wow. No! No! That is unbelievable! To circle back around and answer the initial question, yes, she is the greatest athlete that Norway has ever produced. Norway? Is that where it was? We have watched Steph, we have watched Janus, we have watched Kawhi this week. She is the greatest athlete the world has ever produced. I know someone that she will beat in a race. Who? Who? Please, God, don't. Oh, oh no, wow. Oh, yes. This is yes. underhanded. Oh, oh man, look oh, at the wow. knee drive. Yeah. Are you oh. trying to go faster or were you jogging? Five, three, eight hand time. You know how hard it is to be that slow training for four months? <laughs> it's next to impossible. A hotel on beautiful South Beach, Miami. Time to play the game that is feeling especially old today. See or no? You tell us what to watch on TV tonight. We tell you if we're intrigued. I feel old next to him. 
Tonight on Fox Sports San Diego, Pirates and Padres. Uh, no, but something interesting happened with Ian Kinsler is having a rough season. He did hit a three-run home run last night. Then he turned to what seemed to be the Padres fans and delivered some choice words. Let's watch. Ian Kinsler has given the Padres the lead back. Oh, yeah. Curveball. Starting to heat up. And let's hear it. Well, we're not going to hear it, but... Let's see oh, it. Yeah. It, was it doesn't take a lot of lip reading. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is crystal. Crystal clear. And a little dance. Uh, appears to be a bleep you. Uh, today on the radio show, Tim Kirkson told us that Ian Kinsler's father was a prison warden. Suddenly it all makes sense. Yeah, got to learn to treat the inmates a little bit better in this one. I will say I'm intrigued purely as someone who played sports at one point in time, as you guys saw very slowly at that point in time, but had insults and snowballs hurled at him by their home fans from the crowd. That had to feel uniquely satisfying. <laughs> Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. But listen, if that happened in the Marlins game, he'll be yelling to about uh, 10 or 15 fans. That's it. <laughs> and he'll be one of them, but he'll be too busy eating a hot dog to notice. Begs the question, if you yell anything in a Marlins game, does it even count? Is it real? Yeah, one of the fans will be Derek Jeter. Tonight on NBC Sports Night, Game 4, Sharks and Blues. So, if you were watching any of the other ESPN shows yesterday where they actually talk about hockey, this was a very big story. It was very controversial. Uh, the Sharks beat the Blues on a, well, it was a no-call, actually. It involved a hand pass that resulted in a goal, but it was non-reviewable. You can see it was quite obvious. And, yep, there it is. You. You. There it is. Yeah, it's pretty bad. talking to the referees about a potential hand pass here. That's what Bennington's talking about. The agony. So the Sharks have actually benefited from a few calls this offseason, but this was especially controversial because it was so obvious. Absolutely, and it's that they continue to mount up in this situation. 2019 and video review controversies are the couple we all just would wish would break up but refuse to in this and keep going. That being said, I'm going to say yes because this is what we do around here with hockey. We say there's nothing better than playoff hockey, and then no one actually watches it because if you really love playoff hockey that much, there would be better numbers, and people would care about it a lot more. Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Are you kidding me? Los Tiburones de San Jose, that's my favorite team in the NHL. You know, they have a goalie there, Latino Holy, by the name of Martin Hones. You know, he's a beast. Oh. Those things like that, they won't happen to him because he's going to make sure that that goal doesn't go through. That was Martin Hones. Martin Jones is who he's talking about. Standing on his head, Martin Jones. Not sure he's Latino. Tonight on TNT, Game 2, Raptors and Bucks. So, Game 1 of this series was supposed to be an epic showdown between Giannis and Kawhi, two of the best players in the NBA. Naturally, it ended up being more about Kyle Lowry and Brooke Lopez, who was amazing, as we see here, just raining threes. That's two. That's three. And can you do it again? Bang. Yes! Four. Rookie buckets. Obviously, I'll be watching, honestly, just to see if Brooke Lopez can do it again. Mike, are you intrigued? 
I am intrigued, mostly to see which half of Brook Lopez we're going to get, because in the first half, some of those misses from three were so bad, he looked like he was trying to chip the backboard. Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. You're, not, you're kidding me? Did you hear what he said after the game? No, what did he say? Oh, I'm Brook Lopez. No, don't play that. Oh, no. Oh. You weren't supposed to oh. show that! Oh. Uh. what I sound like! That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for watching. Mike Golick Jr., ladies and gentlemen. The youth movement on Highly Questionable. A little too young. Group hug! Oh, you big boy. Oh.